I want you to turn in your Bibles uh, to Matthew chapter 18. And before we uh, uh, get in too much into the Word, y'all don't have to put the, the um, uh, verse on the screen yet. I want to start with a couple testimonies because I've told several testimonies of what God's done through our fam- uh, through God, by God. God did it um, through Agreement Sunday and blessed our family. We've told several stories. I've told several. But I thought it'd be great today to hear some testimonies from others. Um, is it okay if I start with you? Um, I, I, Brother Lewis, where are you? I never, I meant to, correct, uh, to ask you before. Are you okay with sharing that or no? Yes? Okay, good. All right, so we'll do Brother Darrell, Brother Lewis, and then Miss Courtney, if you're here, I'd love to hear yours as well. Uh, you got the mic? Thank you, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Y'all give it up for LJ. Come up here. All right, so briefly tell us a little bit of what, what you put on your agreement card and what God did for you. Um, so last year, one of the biggest things was financial freedom and then um, going into a new job field. Those were the two big things. Right. If you don't know, he had gone back to school, right, and, and was believing for, I mean, this is a whole new thing for you. He, obviously, you can tell he's musically, if you didn't know, this is our, our music director here, but, but this was a whole new thing. What, what exactly did you go into? I went into software engineering, so music education, software engineering, two different worlds. So it was a lot for me, and I really had to believe in God to, yeah. to get through this. So, uh, Amen. And so, so you put it on the agreement card. We prayed and agreed last year, this time January last year, and what did God do this year? Um, this year, I got rejected a few times, but funny enough, one of those rejections called me back, and that is the job I have today. Tripling my income. Triple. Y'all hear that? Hold on. Say that a little bit better. So everybody hears it. Your income went how high? Triple. Triple income. Um, some major debt wiped clean from money. I don't even know why or where it came from. I mean, it has been a good year for us. So I, I encourage anybody on Agreement Sunday to really think about what you're, you're believing for and really put it on the card and trust that it'll happen because I've seen it happen. So. Amen. Um, bring, bring Kaylee up here, too. Where's Kaylee? Um, you mentioned something about, uh, about tithing, about, about that. Yeah, elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, so I, one of the reasons um, tithing is kind of critical for this is because at my old job teaching, I had a lot of students. I was working a lot. But again, my income tripled. So where it was, I just didn't feel like I could tithe. But I took a leap of faith, started tithing more regularly. And the amount of favor that I found, whether it was monetary or positions or opportunity, is insurmountable. Like, it exploded <laughs> just because I was obedient. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I was, you know, if you don't have a lot of money, if you're not making a lot of money, it's tough to like, hey, I got to give 10%. Um, but I did. I took faith. I believed in God. I, I had faith in his word. And here I am. Dramatically changed your family. Would you agree? Yeah. Amen. Y'all give God some praise. Amen. Thank you, bro. Come here. This is my daughter, Kaylee. And um, I wanted to, to help her tell her testimony. I meant to do it during the offering, but I forgot. And when he mentioned finances, I remembered. Um, so recently you started getting money, yes? Yes. And what did daddy tell you about giving and, and tithing? Um. I didn't rehearse any of this, so I have no idea what's about to come out of her mouth. We talked about giving and tithing, right? Mm-hmm. And giving how much? Do you remember? One. One dollar. Go ahead. A bill. 
a dollar bill, right, on every 10, which is 10%, right? All right, now this is really cool. Because, there you go, <laughs> she's counting it out. All right, so, um, and we started doing that, right? You, we got you a piggy bank, yeah? Yeah, and she got a new one for Christmas. And you started taking money out, and you started, whenever you would get money for um, whoever gave it to you, would you give? Yes? Uh, what happened to you on your birthday? Got a piggy. Oh, no, no, no. Daddy gave me money. A few pennies. Yeah, no. Remember when you got off? Oh. We went horseback riding. When we got uh -huh. off horseback riding, what, oh. what happened? Oh, yeah. Um, there was a girl, and she was riding on a horse in front of me, and she gave me money for my birthday. Amen. How much money? Ten. Ten dollars. So, Amen. Now, that might not seem like much, but that's the most, I mean, at least other than like gift cards and things like that that people had given, the most anybody's just, I mean, we didn't know these people. We didn't know them. They were riding on the horse in front of us. A little situation happened, and they kind of helped us with it. And they, they um, we said something. Obviously, some, they heard overheard about her birthday. And so the guy walks up and gives it and just says, here, we just want to bless her for her birthday. And gives her $10 out of nowhere. Luke 6, 38 says this, that God will cause men, one translation says, or the understanding of it would be, that God will cause men to pour into your lap. And it works for six-year-olds, for 26-year-olds, for 66-year-olds. If you believe the Word of God and work it in your life, it'll come to pass. Right, Kaylee? Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, baby. Come on. Sorry, Brother Chuck. I'm trying to use this mic and not this mic, but I, I know I, I, out of habit, I keep, I keep bringing it to my mouth. All right, Brother Lewis, uh, tell, tell them what happened and, and how your agreement Sunday last year, how it all came to pass. Oh, man. So last year's a phenomenal year. So one of the things we had in our agreement card, we uh, were praying for our, our kids, um, you know, to come here to, you know, for salvation, spiritual growth. Um, but more importantly, you know, my son LJ and my daughter Jody in Florida, uh, they live in Florida, so, and, and then we were living up here in South Carolina after I retired. Uh, so one of the things we were praying for is for their living condition and, and, and for my son uh, to come up here, and my daughter as well, but to come up here and live with me. Um, so we, last week, we, we had them for a couple of weeks during Christmas um, holiday, and then on Friday, we took them down to, uh, to Florida. We got there, we dropped him off to his mom's house. Um, about an hour passed, his mom called me. He's like, hey, your son wants to go back with you. So, so Saturday morning, I went to go pick him up. It's the 31st. And then uh, we ended up bringing him back to my house. And, uh, and it got so amazing because he's never too late. So we started praying this on Agreement Sunday at the beginning of the year, and it came to pass before the end of the year. I was going to say, on the 31st, on the, 31st the last 31st. day of the year, you moved your son from Florida right into your home. Amen. 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 Praise God. That's, a, that's, that's amazing. God is so good. Miss Courtney, come on up. You know, it doesn't matter. You may, have, you may feel like the thing you're, that you have in your heart that you want to write down. The reason I'm sharing these testimonies is because I want you to hear a wider range of things that... that it does. God cares about everything in your life, and he wants to bring it all to pass. Amen? Come on. Come up there in the, in the middle. All right. So you were telling me a little bit last week. Tell us what you put on your agreement card and how God brought it past. 
So um, last year's Agreement Sunday was my first Sunday coming to the church. Um, I fell in love with So today's your one-year anniversary, huh? Cool. That's awesome. Um, so on my card, I put that I would like to go back to school. So I'm, I was able to go back to school. I enrolled in the fall part of the year. I took a mini-mester, so that's the last mester for the um, semester. And I made all A's. So which is a testimony. And I give it to God. Amen. Amen. God made it happen, and it'll continue. When do you graduate? Um, I still got three more years, but... Because you're doing it while you're working, or how are you... Okay. I'm going to school, working full-time, and um, full-time mother of five. Amen. And God's helping you do all of it. Yes, sir. And he'll continue to do all of it. Yes, sir. If, amen. Can we take this with you and give it back to you? The Bible says this in Psalm 37, that God will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. He'll give you the desires of your heart. If you have desires in your heart, there's nothing wrong with them. There's no reason to discount them, to uh, subtract them or, or, or feel bad. Ask, so I, I, I hate hearing when Christians feel bad asking God for things all throughout the Bible. He says, ask me, ask me. Amen. Amen. So let's look real quick at Matthew 18. Then I'm going to give you a, a synopsis of what I feel like. It, not a synopsis, but I, I have a synopsis of what I feel like the Lord put on my heart that I'm going to preach to you, and then we're going to pray over these cards. In Matthew 18, it says this, verse 19, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. All right? So what are we looking at here? This is what we call the prayer of agreement. Now, uh, for those that are, are theological studiers and you, and you know the Bible, I do understand this entire chapter has to deal with uh, several different things. At the beginning, God deals with child, uh, Jesus deals with childlike faith. Then he goes on to deal with um, overcoming, um, uh, basically being in agreement when you have disagreements in the church. And then he adds this in here, where two or three of you are, are gathered in my name, I'm there. How many of y'all believe Jesus is here today? Amen. Then we know this, he says in verse 19, that if any two of you agree, the King James says touching anything, that's why we'll actually have a physical card that we touch and agree, and that um, uh, if you ask... So I, I, I understand the backstory to this, but I also, you can't you know, detract from the fact that Jesus clearly says, if you ask me, go back to verse 19. If you ask me, two, or, two of you agree, standing on earth, if you ask me, it will be done. King James says, it shall be done for them by my Father in heaven. Amen? So what, what are the requirements? Uh, hopefully we're meeting all of them. Number one, it takes two. We're going to have at least two to be my wife and even if you're single today, that's three. Amen? If two of you, then you have to be on earth. I think we got that one covered. Amen? Uh, but that's important. You can't agree with an angel or anything like that. Uh, concerning anything that they ask, we have to ask. We're going to audibly ask. You've asked by writing it down, and we are going to ask. Then it will be done. When, uh, when you pray this prayer today with us, when we stand in agreement with you, we are believed, this also correlates with the prayer of faith, which I taught on Wednesday. When we pray this today, everybody say this, say, I believe, I believe it's, done. it's done. Mark 11 
verse 24 says, when you pray, believe that it's done when you ask. So we're going to do that today. Amen? Um, I'm believing that this, this year will be a year of mind-blowing miracles. I, I, I keep echoing what I said earlier, that it'll be a year where you look back and, and only God could have done what he did. Only the things that happened in your life. And of course, you'll go through normal progress, sure. I mean, if you're a child or if you have a child, they're going to normally progress. But I, I, I'm talking about the things that, that are supernatural in their life, like the way they went from C's to, to not liking school, to not liking their teachers, to not knowing how you, man, I don't know, we might have to put them in special classes, it might cost me extra money, I don't know how I'm going to get through it, I don't know what's going to happen, and then at a flip of a hat, God will show you, no, here's what you need to do, you need to spend time with them on Tuesdays, and you need to do this on Thursdays, and God will show you something, reveal things to you, and because we stood and agreed, you know, it, it, it takes it takes you putting into action what you want to come to pass. And part of what I want to deal with today is that, yes, we're believing for mind-blowing miracles. Yes. We're believing for supernatural. Yes. But I, 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 am, I want to set your, your sights on, on the fact that when God tells you to do something, you have to do it. That if you believe him for something... And he sets it up, he orchestrates it, he puts it in place, and you don't obey him, who's at fault? Did God do what he said he would do? Yeah, did you? No. That everything in the Bible, if you read this book, you'll see that this is set up, this is set up for God to work through you and I. From the beginning, he created Adam and Eve, he created us for fellowship. For, for worship, for praise. And he, he made us that way so that we spend time with God. He, he, er, he, listen, hey, Adam, here, this is your world. Name the fish. Do you think God was incapable of naming fish? No, he could, he could have done it in an instant. He could have opened his mouth and at, in one word named all, whatever it is, Three million species of fish in one word. I don't know how, but he could have done it. He could do anything. But he said, hey, Adam, name the fish. Name the animals. Take care of this garden. And then he reserved, as God does, same thing with the tithe, he reserved one part for him. Don't touch that tree. Don't eat that fruit. Everything else, your dominion. The first thing God gave Adam and Eve was land. Don't feel bad about asking God for land. The first thing he gave, God, gave him was he gave him dominion, gave him land. You, you should have dominion in your life. You should be able to look and say, this is my territory. This is where I stand. This is where I operate. This is where my family is going to grow. Amen? And so what, what, what do we see from this, from this book? God works through you and I. It requires our obedience. It requires our obedience. First of all, what are we doing? We're having a confidence in God. Let me give you one other verse that's on my heart. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. It says this. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Notice that. Here you see asking again. Now, 
This is the confidence. Everybody say today, say it out loud, let it come out of your mouth. Don't be silent, say I'm confident that when I pray today, God hears me. God hears you. If we ask anything, I'm going to come down for all the camera operators and whatever I need to change, I'm coming down on the floor. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He's going to hear us. He is it's not, it's not, oh God, I hope you hear me today. He said, if you ask according to his will, so what has to be on your card? Something according to his will. I'm going to use a really outlandish analogy, but it'll make my point. You cannot agree, we cannot pray and agree for someone else's spouse. That's adultery. That's outside of God's will. Oh, well, I just believe that for me. I just believe that's the one for me. And I, well, then you just, you just wait on whatever needs to happen. Get, I mean, get yourself ready, prepare your heart, and don't do what God said not to do. He, Jesus said, if you even lust after another man, don't even let lust enter to your heart. Now, that's a real strange analogy because I don't think anybody did that today. I sure hope not. If you see anybody scratching out right now, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But what are we going to do? We're going to believe in accordance to God's will. If you ask, this is the confidence that we have, that we, you and I have a confidence. When we come together, two or more, he's here in our midst. When we come together and we ask in accordance to his will, he is here in, in here with us and he hears us. Everybody say, he hears me. Yeah. Now look at the next one. Look at verse 15. And if we know, so we're confident. And then it says this, if we know he hears us, then, look, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked him. There's a confidence you must have when you operate in faith, when you walk by faith. The same thing happens with salvation. You, you, don't want, you should not walk around wondering if you're saved. There's a faith that's in you. I prayed the prayer of salvation. I asked Jesus to come into my heart. I heard about him preached. I believed on him. And, and I, went, you know, you don't go by, oh, well, I don't feel very saved today. Man, I didn't feel very saved either at 530 this morning. I was tired. I was cold, too. Anybody else wake up cold? I woke up cold today. And cold makes me do something. I like being in the cold, but I don't want to personally be cold. Like cold in your bones. I felt cold in my bones this morning. I don't know what happened. I didn't, I, you know, what did I have to do? I have to get up, get myself going, push myself through. You don't go by your flesh. You don't go by how you feel, by how, what your body says, what your mind. You are a spirit. Your faith, Bible says that faith is of the heart, on the inside. So I'm not looking at what's around me. I'm looking at God's word, what do we do? His word goes in my heart. His word abides in me. I abide in him. If his word's in my heart, then I have in my heart the ability to believe for him. Everybody say amen. amen. Believe in him. We're going to ask big. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. God is thinking about you. I just don't know. I just, I've been such a screw up and I've had this and God's, I just, I just had, I don't know. Stop thinking about your old self. The Bible says when you get saved, behold, all things become new. All things have become new. Not, not some, all, what, okay, well, I still look the same. Yeah, you still smell the same too. You need to go take a shower. But, but on the inside, see, 
We judge by the outside. We're so focused on this. We live by this. We li- this is us all day. If you would just close your eyes throughout the week and say, God, I know what I see. It looks impossible. But in here, I have your word. And it says that nothing is impossible to him who believes. And so I believe in the name of Jesus. You'll make this thing work out. Hallelujah. You're a little amped up today. Yes, I am. Because I've been waiting. I've been waiting since, what was it? January 9th, we had agreement Sunday. I've been waiting since January 10th to do this again. Because this is a moment where we get to operate in faith like this. Well, you know, you seem real well-versed and this is real. This isn't easy for me. If you knew what was on our agreement card, you talk about shutting your eyes up. I'm just going to close them and just, I mean, just walk it out by faith. Now, notice I said walk it. If you, if you do this all year, and I'm not j- joking about how anybody praises, okay? I'm just, just doing this as a, as a pose. Lord, I uh, thank you for what I prayed for. Thank you for what I prayed for. I thank you for what I prayed for. And you don't move. You don't actually put your faith to work. You don't actually start doing something with your actions. You don't actually start. Faith without works is dead. So, so you, you, can't, you can't just say, oh, well, well I, I'm believing God for whatever. Like, like for us, we've been believing God for a building. This year we're believing for a, a hundred souls saved to see a hundred salvations. What have I been working for for weeks? Now it's on my agreement card today, but for weeks that's been in my heart. And for weeks... Ask anybody that's involved in this church. I've been working on salvation packets, making sure everybody knows how to work them. What do we do when people get saved? How do we connect them to the church? I'm working on discipleship courses. We're working with all of our churches, uh, all four of our churches, working on improving all of that. Why? Because if I'm going to believe for 100 saved, I better be ready for them. And then it's my job as a pastor to get you ready for them. You can take that down. I'm going to do that later. I don't want people filling out their cards right now. I want them to listen to me. So what are we doing? We're going to believe, we're going to stand, and we're going to believe we receive when we ask. Amen? All right, so what do you have to uh, have confidence. You have to ask big. Look at Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus, to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Go back to the first part in verse 20. Now to him... Who is able to do, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. You cannot leave this room and think God can't do that. There is not one thing on any agreement card that we're doing this today here in Florence and in Georgetown. Next week we're doing it in Sumter at our Sumter location. In all four of those locations, there's not one thing on any agreement card that, cannot, that God cannot do. There's a confidence I have to have. God, can, God is able to do it, and he will do it. So here, I probably should have read this one first. He's able to do it. Then go back to Jeremiah 29, 11. I, I'm thinking about you. I have thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. So God's thinking about my future and my hope. And then what do we read in 1 John? There's a confidence I have. It's done. When I ask according to his will, 
He hears me and I will have the petitions I have asked for. Can you say amen? Amen. Now I want to get into what I said I'd get into last week. I think I've covered, built your faith a little bit, covered what the prayer of agreement is. You'll never go beyond your last instruction from God. When God gives you an instruction, this is something I've had to learn. This this was a, 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 a learning curve for Pastor JT. You know, when God gives me, it's not something flippant that God gives me. So when, when, when you put things on your agreement card, and this is what I'm saying about, okay, you can't stand still. When you start moving, first of all, start moving. Pastor Steve used to always say that, and I love this analogy. You know you can't steer a parked car? Some of you probably even have a, a, a on your agreement card, you have a car. You're believing for a new car, maybe your car's all busted messed up and you really need a new mode of transportation. And so you put that on your agreement card. Well, if, you're, if you've got a car, you can turn the wheels. The wheel may work. Power steering may work. Steering may work, but you can't turn that car. If you sit in your driveway and turn it all the way to the right, the wheels will turn and that car will not turn to the right. It will sit right where it is. But when you move out of your driveway and you start going down the road and and the curve comes up and the curve's going to the right and you take the wheel and you turn to the right because you're moving. Everybody say this in forward trajectory. When you're moving forward, everything God does is forward. God does not go backwards. He's not a backwards God. I find it in the Bible. When when, uh, Jonah went backwards, God still brought him forward. So we may go backwards. God's not in the business of going backwards. He's in, the, he's in the business of taking you forward and taking you higher. The Bible says from glory to glory, from mountaintop to mountaintop. We're, we're, stop, stop living in and in, in enjoying valley experiences. When I have a valley experience, I'm ready to get out of there. Lord, get me out of this. I, Lord, I know. I, you, you know, you get in a mess one of three ways. You ready? You. Nobody likes to hear that, but it might have been you. Bad choice, bad decision, or, as I'm about to talk about, lack of obedience. Uh, it could be the world. Sometimes stuff just happens. Sometimes stuff just happens. Or it could be the devil orchestrating through any of those means. So whether it's the world, the flesh, or the devil, you end up where you are. God's not wanting you to stay there. So what are we going to do? We're going to move forward. Everybody say Forward. So when you're moving your car in forward trajectory, what happens? You can steer it and it will actually turn. You cannot turn a parked car. You have to be moving. So what do we need to do then? We need to be led by the Spirit. We need to allow God to lead us and guide us and direct us. And if he says, okay, now's the time to get a real estate agent, get one quick. Get one quick. I had one on lock when God said go, called him. Just, I was waiting on the go. I was waiting on the green light. How many of y'all like to, be honest with me. I'm actually, raise your hands, nobody judge anybody. How many of y'all, when you're at a red light and it's a two-lane road and there's a person beside you, how many of you like to gun it and beat them? I do. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I'm sitting on ready. I'm not waiting. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm waiting on that green light. I don't like sitting still. I want to move. I'll even look at the other light to see when it's going to turn red. 
And then I'll look beside them and see, oh, yeah, I got them. They're on the phone. And I'll go, baby. I'll go. I'll make sure I got them. Let them know. Let them know. I know this. Hey, even when I'm driving the minivan. You'll never go past your last instruction from God. Obey the last thing God instructed you to do. Don't get ahead. Don't get ahead of God. Don't get ahead of God. Wait on the Lord. Now, when that phrase, wait on the Lord, again, that doesn't mean don't move. In your moving, don't move past God. Let me give you some more examples, because I think this is helping everybody to hear tangible examples. If you're believing I'm going back to school, you heard Miss Courtney. Now, I don't know her story. I don't know what she did. But if you're believing I'm going back to school, you have to actually fill out an application. I have never, ever heard of any university ever that just walked up and said, hey, uh, are, are, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for you to come to school. I'm ready. University of South Carolina. Hi, I'm here. I'm here. Are you Chase? Hey, Chase. I've been looking for you, man. I'm ready. The school's ready for you. University's ready. We got, we, got, we got a spot for you. It's already open. Don't worry about the SATs and ACTs. Don't worry about it. We got it. We got you. We got you. Uh, uh, I, we already knew what your degree would be, and we opened a spot for you. No, what do you do? Well, if you're in high school or whatever, and, and I believe even for further in education, you've got to have those types of scores. You've got to have a history. You've got to apply. You might need to research. What, what, how many schools have that degree? Let me go back even one step further. Is this the degree God wants for me? Is this the, then, and then if you feel peace about that, okay, this is the direction. I really know this is what God wants me to do. Then, okay, how do I, how do I get there? I need, a, I need to find a university that has that degree. And so what am I going to do? I'm going to uh, uh, find one. I'm going to pray about them. I'm going to put them before the Lord. Now, this, I don't want this to turn into a message about being led by the Spirit, but I think that's important. And that sometimes we miss that in these moments. I don't have, all right. I'm not going to read this whole story. In Matthew 25, you hear the story of the talents. All right? I just want you to see a couple of things. I'm going to read you. Uh, uh, I'm going to actually summarize these. Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. And Jesus tells this, this story. He says that the kingdom of heaven is like these three servants, and the master gave them talents. Talent was uh, uh, monetary. He gave them based on their he gave them based on their previous experience, based on their previous, what they had done for him previously. In other words, he knew, he knew that what they were capable of. So he gave one, one, he gave one, two, and he gave one, five. And he said, I'm going to come back and I'll collect when I come back. So in other words, he had finances, he gave it to them, said, I'm going to come back. God has given you things to steward. And it's up for you to be obedient with what you have. Now, notice this at the end. Um, the, well, let me tell you what happened. So one, the guy with one, he buries it. He sits on it. He doesn't move. He doesn't do anything with it. The one with two talents, what does he do? What does he do? He uh, uh, puts in the treasury or whatever, he invests it, and he doubles it. The one with five doubles it. So you have these ones that doubled it. They doubled their income or doubled what the master had given them. Then you have this guy, the one who buried it. 
Verse 24, then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered. I was afraid. Some of us don't move because we're afraid. You've got the faith today, you put on the agreement card, and then you don't move. That's not God's fault. He said, do not be afraid. Do not live by fear. Do not live by doubt. Do not, wor- do not wonder whether or not you can do it. God said, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Everybody just say this right now. Say this. Say, I can do it. Say, I can do all things. Sometimes you've got to take a stand and say, you know what? I'm not living by, I know everybody in my family quits. I will not be a quitter. If I seem angry, I'm not actually angry at any of you. I get angry at, at the things, the, the lies the devil tells people. And it does make me mad. The Bible says be angry and sin not, so it's not a sin. Jesus went in, he was no whip. He went in and flipped tables. And he, the Bible, one, one gospel says he braided his own whip. That's a man's man. Oh, they in there doing what? I'll be right back. Walked out, braided his own whip, y'all. I don't even know how to braid a whip. Then comes in, flips the tables, and beats them. Some of us need to get a little mad at the problems, the lack, and the things the devil has put in your life that have, that have held you back. You need to have a little, a little, you know, I don't like this. I shouldn't be operating like this. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be at the same level for seven years. If you go back and you actually analyze that, because some of you sound real, yeah, but I'm very content. Godliness with contentment is great gain. That's why we started the day, thank God for where we're at. Thank God for what you did in 2022. If God never does another thing for me, I'm good. I love him. I'm going to worship him all the days of my life. I'm not. But the thing is, I've read the book. And in the book it says, that if I put his word to practice, he'll multiply me. Amen. If I put his word to practice, he'll bless me. Amen. I'm going to show it to you in a minute. Because I'm talking about obedience, and I know it's a little hard to hear, but I'm going to end on the blessings of obedience, and you're going to love it. All right, so what do we learn from this? Do something with what you have. And he said this at the end, this is really what I wanted to get to. In verse 29, uh, or verse 26, uh, you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back at least my own with interest. Therefore, take this talent from him and give it to the one who has talents or has 10. I didn't say it. Start with what you have. Be faithful with what you have. Be committed, be dedicated, be purposeful. Then, then uh, you see also with the water pots. Jesus did the water pot, mir- water pot miracle through them. His mother said, hey, whatever he says do, do it. And he said, fill him up with water. He didn't say fill him up with wine. He said fill him up with water. If it looks crazy and you know without a shadow of a doubt God told you to do it, do it. And let everybody else go, man, God had to do that because that girl is crazy. You can't just believe God for things without being willing to obey the process. I'll tell y'all a story. So we started, I think I told y'all last week, 
We started a, uh, a, a, a I'm not going to call it a diet. My wife's laughing. We started a lifestyle change. Pastor JT gained some weight. Our family was unhealthy. Seriously. And, we, and, and, and I could see where it was heading. I could see where the car was heading and I didn't like it. And so we did some research. Someone actually in the church had mentioned a program. And uh, I, I didn't think anything of it that day. But then the more I thought about it, researched it, looked into it. And we signed up for this program. And I like it. Now, I'm not going to try to sell the program or endorse the program. If you want me to know, excuse me, if you want to know, I'll tell you off camera. But here's what I found interesting. Last, was it Friday night? Friday night. Friday night, they do a live every night. So Facebook Live, he goes live every night, the, the main coach. And uh, it's the, this program, it's actually based in South Carolina, but it's gone, I don't know if it's gone global, but it's gone nationwide. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yelling out. I'm not trying to, you know, but it's really good. And so the live, he said this, I, I like, I loved it, because the Lord spoke to me through this guy Friday night. And he's talking Friday night, and he said, hey, listen, let me tell y'all something. He said, I, I don't need you to come in this group, because this is the first week. Everybody just signed up this week. Everybody's new. And there's 160,000 people in this group, okay? And so he says, hey, I don't need you to come in this group and tell me how to run my program. I don't need you. If you don't want to do it my way, go do something else. But I've got results. And he said, and, and I, I mean, I did the research. He said, I don't know of another program that does it this way. I don't know another program that has the results I have. I don't know another program that does it. So don't come in here asking me, well, why can't I have tomatoes? If I say don't eat tomatoes, don't eat tomatoes. Trust the process. If I say don't have cheese, I can tell you why, but I shouldn't have to tell you why. The meal plan says no cheese. Don't eat the cheese. If you follow the meal plan, if you follow the, the workout guide, you'll have the results you came in here to get. And by the way, you're paying me to get my knowledge, to get our team of instructors and, and all this. And the Lord said this to me as I'm listening to him. I had him in my ear pods. I was doing dishes. And the Lord said, that's what my people do to me every day. They don't trust the process. I spent thousands of years over several, I mean, what is it? How many authors? How many years? orchestrating a holy written word and put it in their hand, the most copied book in the world, and gave it to everybody. Everybody's got access to it. Everybody's got it on their phone. And then everybody does this. Well, why can't I just drink a little bit? Why can't I just... Well, what happens if I... And my wife and I can attest to it, and I saw some hands raised and some people were in the group. You know, I mean, I was blown away this week by how many people, and first of all, they say, don't put it in the post, message the, 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 the instructors privately, and they still put it in there. Why can't I have cheese? Why can't I have tomatoes? Trust the process. Stop asking, how far can I get away from God, and ask, how close can I get to him? How much of him can I have? How much of God can I have in my family? If you want your, your Netflix show that bad, then have it. But you won't have what's in here if God told you to get rid of it. I'm not saying Netflix is bad. We watch it. But if, I don't know how many movies 
We, we've turned off. Nope, we're not watching that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell it. Uh-oh, praise God. I'm sorry, Lord. Didn't mean to do that. The podium, the lip is not big enough, Lord. I'm sorry. Th- this past Thanksgiving, we went and saw a movie. This is the difference. Because I believe what's in this book, and our family's going to watch it. I mean, I mean our family's going to do it and watch the results. We went to this, uh, we went to see a movie. And last Thanksgiving, 2021, we did the same thing. It's the first time we had taken, I think it's the first time we've taken all the kids to a movie. And it was so much fun. We did all the things. Popcorn, candy, drinks. They didn't watch hardly any of it. Kaylee watched most of it. But it was fun. So this year, we're like, we'll do the same thing. And we decided to go see Strange World. I didn't know. Some of you might know. I didn't know. I didn't know what was in it. But I'll tell you the truth. I didn't have peace about it. You can ask my wife. She won't lie. She will not lie for me. I didn't have peace about going because I kept asking her, have you seen any reviews on it? I don't know much of what what it's about, but it was the only real animated movie that was kid friendly. If we were going to see anything, it was that. And so I wanted to see a movie more than to see the right movie. And so we get all the things. Same thing again. Candy, popcorn, drinks. We go. I asked her several times. Is there, we even looked. We actually looked on the driving to there. Actually, we looked. There's a resource we like, and they didn't have the parents got out yet, so I didn't know. I didn't know. We get in there, and within, I don't know, just a few minutes, the main character is a homosexual. And they thrust the whole thing, I mean, way over the top. Way over the top. I mean, forced the whole thing. Now, this is not an anti-Disney speech or whatever, But I'm just telling you about what my family and I have decided to do. Is that this book is not some book that sits on our shelf. It's not something my parents did. It's not so, it's something that I have decided I am going to live by. It's going to be the the rock solid foundation that my family lives on. And so I got real uncomfortable. Then she got, and the kids are running around. They don't know. They didn't know. Thank God they didn't know. But then after, I mean, they brought it up, and I'm like, okay, thank God that's over. Then they kept bringing it up, kept bringing it up. We walked out, walked right out the movie. I don't regret it, don't, 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 don't feel bad about it. I haven't said anything publicly, but I felt to do it today. Because there's something about obeying God's word, about not endorsing something that God wouldn't endorse. God says it's an abomination. I know what the world tells you about that. It's an abomination. Stop asking, what what can I not do and do what he said to do? Isaiah 119 says this, if you are willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. So here's the good part. Before we pray, let me build your faith one more time. Because when you obey God, when you step into obedience, you step up into his blessings. You shall eat the good of the land. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Things you can expect in 2023 when you obey God. You ready? Things you can expect, and I'm not going to number them because I've got a bunch and I don't know how many I'll get to. But you can write this down. Rewards. Things I can expect 
when I obey God, of course, not just in 2023, but starting today going forward. Everybody say rewards. Hebrews 11.6, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe. What are we doing today? Everybody say, I'm believing. Say, I'm in faith. Say, I'm standing on God's word. Now, what do we do? Is that it? If you can put it up there, thank you. Is that it? Is that all we do? Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. It doesn't end there. So I must believe that he is everything he said he is. And I also must believe that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Look at Psalm 103. I'm going to blow through this for the sake of time. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Now notice this. Forget not his benefits. Everybody say this. Say, I will not forget his benefits. All right, what are his benefits? Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that, <coughs> excuse me, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He may known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us or be angry with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. How many of you are thankful for God's forgiveness? Look at this. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, So far has he removed our transgression from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. But notice this. It's the mercy of the Lord. Or sorry, the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. On those who fear him. And righteousness to children's children. To such, what? Everything I just read. I should have numbered them. What is that, 20 20 blessings of God? Uh, 20 benefits? That's what he said, forget not my benefits. There are benefits. Those benefits are to such as keep his covenant. And to those who remember his commandments to do them. Can you say amen? Amen. I told you last week about joy and about how God furnishes everything. Those are things we can expect as well. But look at this. I want you to read Deuteronomy 28. And I'm going to read it out of here. Deuteronomy 28. Everybody say blessings. So what can I expect this year as I obey God? You can expect rewards. You can expect joy. You can expect God to furnish everything that you need. We talked about that last week. And you can expect blessings. Deuteronomy 28. Now it shall come to pass, if you, the the one translation says this, if you hearken diligently, if you diligently obey, if you diligently obey, if I set this year, 
I'm going to obey God's word. That one thing that's been nagging me, that's held me back, this is the year. This is the year I don't do that anymore. Well, pastor, I just don't know how I can can get past alcoholism, drugs. We've got kids here today. I don't want to mention, you know, looking at things inappropriately at night on my computer. I don't know how I can get past these things. I don't know how I can get past lust. I don't know how I can get past. I, 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 I try not to steal, but I end up stealing. I try not to lie. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you're saved, in you is the power you need to overcome whatever you're facing. What are we asking God for then? How? How, how do I do it? What changes do I need to make? Notice this. If you obey the voice of the Lord, your God, to observe carefully all, everybody say all, all, all his commandments, which I command to you this day, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings, everybody say blessings. What can I expect as I obey God? I can expect to be rewarded for my obedience. I can expect to eat the good of the land. And I can expect blessings. They shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Now anybody who thinks this is just written to the Jews, then you miss in Hebrews where it says that we have a better promise founded on better covenant. And that we are the children of Abraham. And that whether you're Gentile or Jew alike, that the promises of God are all applicable to any child of God. So what he promised to them was a a foreshadowing of what he was going to give to everyone who followed him, who obeyed his commandments. Look at this. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. No matter where you go in 2023, you shall be blessed. You, You shall walk around and blessings follow you. What what did it say here? Uh, Go back one verse. And all these blessings shall come on you and overtake you. Come here. Come here. Come here. Yeah, I need you to come. I need your help. All right. So so if if you're following and you're going about your path, right, you would go about your path. Go, 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 walk, walk. And if blessings are following you, that's good. But if they overtake you, that's even better. You didn't didn't see that coming, did you? (laughs) Blessings shall overtake you. Come upon you. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall you be, blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, the offspring of your flocks. Whatever your business is, it should be blessed. I'm thank you for the four amens. Whatever your business is, it shall be blessed. If you obey the Lord. You obey all his promises. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before, they, before your face. You'll watch them dissolve in front of you. The battle's not mine. Some of you are so absolved in fighting some battle you shouldn't even be fighting. Do you, do you trust him or not? Amen. Trust him. 
Put it, put, look, at, look at what happens if you just follow the God. What, look at what happens if you just do the workouts. If you just follow the meal plan. Look at what happens. Blessed shall you be. God, I love, blessed shall you be. Blessed shall you be if you hearken diligently and obey the voice of the Lord. Blessed shall you be when you come in and when you go out. The Lord shall cause your enemies. I already read that. Verse 8, the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. If you don't have a savings account, in the name of Jesus, this will be the year that you get one and you never lose it again. Storehouses. Everybody say storehouses. And in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. Just as he has sworn to you, if you keep his, the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Go down to verse 13. And the Lord, I say this at the end, usually when I pray at the end of the service. If you ever wonder where I got it from, right here. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. Well, I just don't understand why I can't get a raise. I just don't understand why I can't get a, I, you know, I'm always the lowest, at the, I'm always at the bottom. I can't ever get, if you keep talking like that, you're talking the exact opposite of what I'm reading you. Are you going to follow the plan? Or are you going to mouth off at the trainer? I'm the head and not the tail. I don't know why I haven't got a raise yet, but it's coming. I don't know why I haven't got a promotion yet, but it's coming. And God can work this job. If, if there's no promotion in this job, God will give me another one. Well, this such and such, and he's always in the way, and he always gets a promotion before I do. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Bob. I got, you know what? I don't know if he's a Christian or not, but you know what? You said you love the whole world, so you love Bob. Thank you for Bob. Either move him or move me. Amen. Say it out of love. I mean, what? So God's not big enough. Let me get this straight. God's not big enough to cause you to be the head and not the tail. Your job is just too big for God. Your situation is just too big for God. Your thing is just too Your disease, whatever the doctors told you you have, no, not that one. Now, I'll heal all your diseases. Not that one. Do you, do you believe the meal plan or not? Do you believe the outline or not? Do you believe the handbook or not? You shall be above only. You shall be above only and not beneath. Everybody say this. Say, God put me up. If, if, you're, new, if you're new to this kind of word, if you've never heard anybody preach like this, and it's blowing your mind, it's all Bible. I've, I've given as much scripture as I can give. God actually, genuinely wants you. Now, some people will preach this and they don't, pray the, they don't preach the obedience part. That's why I want to incorporate this in. Because we're going to listen this year. Amen? All right. Y'all get ready. We're about to pray. If you, listen, above only and not beneath, if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them or obey them. Careful to observe them or obey them. Careful. What, what, what happens when I decide I'm going to obey God? 
What happens when we, as a, listen, the reason that I'm believing for, for what I'm believing for for this church is not, because, not just because I want a bigger church, but because it's hard for a church uh, um, to impact a region if you don't have the region getting the word. Does that make sense? So when I tell you what number six is on your card and what we're believing for, I need you to hook up your faith with what I'm believing for. With what God put on my heart. Amen. You can put it up there. And I want y'all to fill this out on your card and then we're going to pray after that. Number six, a hundred souls. Now I'm not all for numbers. I, I, there, there is a time and place for it. And I believe this is a time and place. I believe some churches get too infatuated with numbers and they're all about numbers. But I believe we need to set a goal this year. I needed to set a goal and I needed something to believe God for. And I want to start with Lord, if we're not seeing people saved, then what are we doing? So I want to see 100 souls saved. I want to see 50 filled with the Holy Spirit, and I want to see 250 in attendance. We don't even have 250 chairs, but we will. We, we, we don't have the space for that if we're going to just do one service. How, what are we going to do? What's going to be the plan? I don't know. I'm not walking by sight. I'm walking by faith. And I'm going to trust God and lean not unto my own understanding. And he's going to bring it to pass. Unless the Lord builds the house. But what am I going to do this year? I'm, I'm, I'm making a point, and I'm asking you to make a point with me, that we all go higher together. And that we're going to obey the voice of the Lord. Number one, let's just start with obeying his word. And then when he speaks to you something, obey that. So we're obeying the logos, the written word, and the rhema. The rhema, the spoken word. Amen? 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 Amen. Amen. How many of you are believing for great things in 2023? How many of you are ready to see God move in your life today? How many of you are ready for the testimony that, hey, I would, if I were you, I would set in your mind right now, I'm going to be one of the people on this stage next year. Or we might have so many, we'll have to do a video and put it all together. There's just too many testimonies. We couldn't have them fill the stage because it would just take up the whole service and I couldn't preach. There are too many people say, God did this for me this year. God made this happen this year. I put God first and I obeyed his word and all these things came to pass. I did this and, 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 and I put his word first. And my family stood on his promises. And all these things came to pass. Brother Durrell and the musicians, come on up. And you guys in the back, if you'll prepare for them to play. Everybody stand, on, stand up. We're going to pray and agree. Babe, come on down here. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to form a prayer line, okay? So we're going to all come. If you have kids in the nursery, go get them quickly and come back so we can pray with you and your family. But I need to pray with the nursery workers, so if you have kids in the nursery, go get them and come back. Everybody else, if you already have your family with you, I want you to form a prayer line right here, come around and come down front. My wife and I are gonna pray and agree with you. Now, when we go to do this, have your cards ready, pray with us, stand in agreement with us, when we leave this line, we're going to all know it's done. Everybody say it with me. Just declare it before we sing. Say it's done. And we'll say it one more time like you mean it. Say it's done. it's done. What's done? What we're believing for. What we're praying for. What we're asking. Amen? Amen?
this is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to stand in agreement with you. We're going to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for what we're going to do as we go through this line.